this, 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 this show is brought to you by Safety FM. bringing you another episode of the Hop Nerd Podcast. We're bringing you part four of WTFRM, the audio book completely free. My latest book, we're bringing it to you here on the podcast. Again, WTF, I'm gonna get that, let me get the title out. Oh, wait, pause. Here we go. You ready? I'm going to get it right. WTFRM, a reflection on what is meaningful to workplace safety by, you guessed it, me, me, Sam Goodman, the Hop Nerd. A totally free audiobook. The only catch here is, and it's not even a catch, it's just a request, that if you find value in this free audio version of the book, and it is the full book in its entirety, just like you would go pay for on Audible or iTunes or wherever you buy freaking audiobooks from, if you find it valuable, if you're enjoying it, if you find it to be something that you, you just like listening to and you have a few extra extra quarters laying around, you know, a couple extra pennies you can rub together and you'd like to show us some love or support, head over to Amazon, pick up a copy of this one. Heck, pick up all of them. Pick up Safety Sucks, the Manifesto, which is the one before this one. Go back and pick up Safety Sucks, the bullshit in the safety profession they don't tell you about, the original, the one that kind of started all this stuff. Go back and check out all those books. But again, if if you like it, if you love it, if you got to have more of it, if you're looking for a way to uh, show your support of the Hop Nerd podcast, of the books that I've been putting out, again, go check it out. No requirement, but if you want to, pretty please. It, it helps us a ton. It literally helps us keep the lights on around here. And speaking of all that other kind of stuff, head over to www.thehopnerd.com. Follow along on all things social media, except for Twitter, because it's super duper special, right? It's the Hop Nerd one. LinkedIn's a really good way to follow along. You know me, I'm going to say the same thing I've been saying. I'm still on a social media fast. I'm feeling super duper awesome about that. Uh, you should totally try it. 10 out of 10, wouldn't recommend, all that kind of stuff. Okay, all that's out of the way. We're going to jump right into the book, into our latest chapter. And I will tell you again, if this is your first time listening to this kind of little, I guess it's a mini series. We're just putting the audiobook out in sections. Go back, listen to part one, part two, part three. Listen to it in order. It is an audiobook, and it's probably best uh, listened to in that order. So part one, part two, part three, we're on part four. And this chapter is WTFRM. Let's jump right in. WTFRM. What you focus on grows. What you think about expands. And what you dwell upon determines your destiny. Robin Sharma. No, really. Have you ever stopped to ask yourself that question? What the fuck really matters? WTFRM. What matters and matters a lot. What the fuck is deeply meaningful, important, or vital? What is critical to creating safe, or at least safer, outcomes? What promotes learning and betterment? And ultimately, what actually makes the world a better place to work? So I'll ask again, what really matters? What matters a lot? What really, really matters within your organization? What are the most valuable, impactful areas that we should be investing our time and company resources into? We've been sold a bill of goods, and some of us have been selling a bill of goods. One that says everything in safety matters and it matters a lot. But that's a lie. Fool, stop. It's bogus, bullshit, horseshit, pure shit, malarkey, rubbish, garbage. It's dishonest, it's intellectually lazy, and it's simply not true. Granted, it feels like it should be true, but it's not. No matter how good it makes us feel to believe it, no matter how much we have fooled ourselves into believing it, the simple fact is that not everything in safety is equally important. In fact, some areas in which we pour seemingly endless amounts of time, money, and energy do not matter that much at all. Worse yet, some areas in which we pour seemingly endless amounts of time, money, and energy into cause more harm than they help. Safety is dangerous. Wait! 
what the fuck? Allow me to flesh that out a bit. Safety is an emotionally charged topic. It's scary. There's potential for seriously negative consequences. It's primed for us to make not-so-great decisions and take poor courses of actions based off of our said emotions. Making decisions based off of our emotions feels really good, and it really feels like the right thing to do. The key word in that last sentence is, is feels, by the way. Feels like the right thing to do. But is it? Maybe. Just because something feels right doesn't mean that, it's, that it is. Just because something feels good does not mean that it is. And when we're making decisions from a place of fear, those decisions are often rash. One of the problems is that we assume the opposite. We assume that because something feels good or right, that it is. The other problem is that we never take time to question our emotions prior to acting, but we should. You know who bases their entire lives on their emotions? Three-year-old kids and dogs. You know what else three-year-old kids and dogs do? Shit on the carpet. Mark Manson, the subtle art of not giving a fuck. We have to make a point of asking some vital questions, questions that challenge our emotionally charged state, our often fearful position as it relates to safety before we seek to exercise any form of influence. We most certainly need to be asking these emotion-challenging questions before we take action in our systems or react to unexpected events or challenges in our work worlds. Let's try a few of these on for size. Is this actually good or does it just feel good? Is this action based out of fear, or is it truly the right thing to do? Is my frustration with this operational surprise causing me to react negatively? Our emotions around safety drive us to seek swift action. We hope to alleviate this newly discovered source of pain as quickly as possible. And that's exactly what emotions are. They're signals for us to act, fix, and solve. But unfortunately, we rarely take the time to think those fixes through prior to moving forward. Because of our feels about safety, we find ourselves back where we started. Everything safety matters and it matters a lot. And we need 65 corrective actions for that hand lash raising. We need them yesterday. God damn it. Everything that can be remotely linked to worker safety matters and it matters a lot. Damn it. Is a non-answer. It's our emotions shouting over top of our logic. It is uninformative, unsatisfactory, and weakens our overall focus on things that are critical to worker safety. We have made everything in safety so important that nothing in safety is all that important. It's a feel-good distraction, an illusion of effort, and it moves us farther away from the things that matter. When everything in safety matters, nothing really matters, appropriately describes where many of our organizations currently find themselves. We toil away on creating endless procedures, lengthy checklists, and bogus hearts and, mind cam hearts and minds campaigns, all while neglecting sticky, the shit that kills you, creating environments in which honesty is possible, and deep purposeful learning. We often find ourselves aggressively focusing on the wrong things. A thorough examination of what the fuck really matters is vital to ensuring that we are making the wisest choices possible, emotions aside, with our efforts, that we are actually influencing and influencing positively what we seek to influence. It's extremely easy to fall into the trap that we've already discussed, this idea that says, if it's even remotely related to safety, it's super important and must be treated as such. That trap, while seemingly so simple, so pleasant feeling, and seemingly so morally sound, leads us to treat the meaningless with the, with the same reverence and focus as the meaningful. The trap of everything in safety matters, and it matters a lot, leads us to completely abandon prioritization while seeking to influence workers' safety, driving us to miss the mark on the shit that kills you and the shit that really matters. We have convinced ourselves that those check sheets are just as vital to protecting our employees' lives as a control of hazardous energy at our locations. We have fooled ourselves into thinking that if we can just develop some new measure, some hidden numeric treasure that will finally grant us predictive fortune-telling capacity, 
that it will work just as good, if not better, to prevent fatalities as robust controls. We are certain that if we can convince our people to just be more safe, then that is just as powerful as better in the setting in which work takes place. From this, we constructed a belief that says we get better at safety by doing more safety things, period. No matter the impact, no matter the efficacy, no matter the headache, we believe that the pursuit of more is how we create better, and more and more we will create within our work worlds. More headache, more heartache, more heartburn, frustration, distrust, fear, and more pain and suffering, all while making little to no impact on worker safety. So WTFRM, what the fuck really matters? I'll be the first to admit that there's no clear-cut answer to this question. As mentioned in the introductory pages of this book, you will not find some easy-peasy photo ABC, then do one, two, three, and do it all in this exact order cookie-cutter plan to copy and paste into your organization here. Let's get real. Not everything that really, really matters to the company across the street necessarily really matters to your organization. Our particular work worlds are endlessly unique and are rarely, if ever, identical. Of course we all share a few areas. Of course we all share a few similar areas that fall into the what to really give a fuck about bucket. Areas that we'll get to in a moment. But our work worlds will never be the same, no matter how much we like to pretend that they are or can be. I get it, I get it, but how do I find out what to really give a fuck about? You're probably thinking about this point. Let's throw this thought out there. The vast majority of the answers that you seek, including the answers to WTFRM, are already hiding within your organization. What really matters? Boom! You guessed it. It's hiding within your organization. Why does that machine keep breaking down, causing major production delays? Bingo! Ding, 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 ding. The answer is probably hiding within your organization. Why will my employees not report events? Why do we suck at safety? Why are we so good at cutting off fingers? Why this? Why that? And on and on. Aha! Uh -huh, yep. Winner, winner, chicken dinner, na, 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 na. You guessed it. Those answers are probably in there too. Your role in all of this is to ask, to listen, to learn, tap into the pre-existing and deep knowledge bank of your organization, sorting by the shit that actually matters, and learn what helps, what hurts, what matters, or what simply does not. The people doing work within your organization probably already know. From an overarching or 1,000-foot-up looking-down perspective, let's talk about some common areas of interest or focus. Let's talk about the topic of trust. Trust is something you should give lots of fucks about. It really matters. It is vital to everything that we do. Let's draw a broad assumption here. Without trust, everything that we seek to influence goes to shit. It either goes to shit or it never gets off the ground to begin with. In the absence of trust, our efforts are rendered practically useless. Trust is a commonly sought state for many organizations, but few seem to achieve it. Often, companies seek to create this desired state by simply asking for it. Pretty, please trust us. But actions always speak louder than words. If our desire is for our employees to trust up through the organization, we must first be willing to genuinely trust down. Only then will we, will we create environments in which honesty is possible. Let's throw sticky shit that kills you into this mix of extremely meaningful things as well. Let's start with a painful truth, a fact that says that our work worlds have been and always will be inherently dangerous. We have all the ingredients at any given time to make it on the evening news. From high pressure steam, energized electrical chemicals, falls, a list of hazards that we face seemingly goes on forever and varies greatly based on your particular work world. The hazards we face are ever-present and they are ever-changing. Our work worlds are not inherently safe. They're complex mixtures of people, tasks, hazards, pressures, air traps, decision points, and on that are always primed for catastrophe. We can never fool ourselves into believing that we have defeated risk, that we have eliminated all the hazards, or that failure is not a very real possibility. There's a children's story, There's No Such Thing as a Dragon by Jack Kent. It's about a young boy named Billy Bixby. Billy notices a dragon sitting on his bed one morning. It's about the size of a small house cat, and it's pretty friendly. He tells his mother about the creature, but she informs him that there are no such things as dragons. 
Soon it starts to grow and grow. It gets bigger by the day. Soon the dragon is eating all of Billy's pancakes. Its size begins to fill the entire house, and general mayhem ensues. Mom tries to go about com completing her normal household chores, but she must go in and out of the house through the windows because the dragon is now everywhere. Then, one day, the dragon runs off with the entire fucking house. Mom still insists that the dragon does not exist. Billy, who's like totally had it, like, you know, totally had it by this point, insists furiously, there's a fucking dragon, Mom. This shit is real. Upon its recognition, it instantly starts to shrink. Soon, it's cat-sized again. Avoiding the dragon under the bed only causes it to grow to become more problematic, and in their world, that dragon is sticky, stuff that kills you. By acknowledging this dragon, it allows us to do something about it. When we expand our thinking into those areas that are the likely culprits of pain, suffering, and death at work, we can begin to meet them with life-saving controls, error-reducing tools and tactics, and outcome-reducing capacities designed to help us fail more gracefully. This is a good reminder as to why we must continually focus on Sticky, why it's at the top of our give-a-fuck list. It's a reality check that says we have all the ingredients, the opportunity, and the ability to kill and maim at work, all of us. But most importantly, this is a reminder about constantly seeking out the stuff that kills you in our work and matching it with life-saving controls and robust defenses. Approach matters, and it matters a lot. You should give a fuck about it and must recognize that a poor or ineffective approach to meaningful things can end disastrously bad. How should we approach these vitally important items, safety in general, and practically everything else that we seek to touch or influence? If we want to influence them positively, there are two simple rules that should always apply. Start from a place of trust rather than from distrust. Do things with people rather than to people. Trust should be our neutral position for both ourselves and the organizations in which we work. We regularly start from a place of distrust of employees, procedures, rules, guidelines, check sheets, and other familiar artifacts of dated safety management techniques are often written from a starting point of not trusting employees to make the correct decisions or to do the right things. Then when something inevitably goes wrong, human error happens or we have an operational surprise, we double down on distrust with more rules, harsher punishments, and heavier oversight. Nothing positive can grow from this misanthropic starting position. We only further degrade trust and belittle our employees' contributions to organizational success. To change our starting position from distrust to trust, we must shift our underlying assumptions about people in general. We must begin to lean into the goodness of people. We need to understand that people do things that make sense to them in the moment. We must believe that those at the coalface hold the answers that we so often seek. We must know that the vast majority of people we encounter act only with the best of intentions, and we must truly accept that human error is so normal that it is boring. Keeping in line with our typically shitty views on those that we employ, we frequently feel the need to do things to them rather than including them and viewing them as valuable contributors. Our persistent belief that those nearer to the sharp end of the work are somehow less than those nearer to the blunt end, that they must care less than us, or that their input is somehow less valuable, leads us to believe that workers are dumb and must be told what to do at every turn. Nothing could be farther from the truth. People are the solution, and they are the subject matter experts of their jobs. People make successful, safe, and efficient work happen each and every day while dealing with a multitude of external and internal pressures and conflicts. If our desire is to deeply understand how work happens, if we hope to create more robust and resilient systems, if we desire lasting and positive change within the complex socio-technical systems that people work, if we truly value learning above all else, if we really hope to discover what is meaningful, then we must embrace workers as the solution. We cannot simply do things to people, even if we really, really, really believe that we're acting in their best interests, if we hope to create valuable, meaningful, and lasting positive change within our organizations. 
People create safe outcomes on the fly and in real time. Our role should be in supporting them in that, not pretending that we create safety for them in some shiny conference room in an office far, far away. So what really matters? As any organization in any industry, the amount of time we have available to invest in any given item is finite. We must invest our give a damn or give a fuck wisely. We should invest our time into things that truly matter. While this book cannot give you a pretty and neat list of everything that, you should, that should really matter to you and your organization, here's a starting point for how to think about that question. What is the shit that kills people? What can make work suck less? What adds real value? What promotes learning? What creates an environment in which honesty is possible? My hope is that as you begin to examine for WTFRM or what the fuck really matters, a few of these key items we've discussed come to mind. Additionally, I hope that you find yourself constantly including some of these questions we've discussed. What really matters? What matters the most? Out of all of the clutter in our safety junk drawer, what is trash and what is treasure? I hope that you find yourself sorting through and prioritizing by the shit that really matters, by what is meaningful, by what actually makes a positive difference, all while cleaning out the clutter and taking out the garbage. And that's kind of the point, right? When we ask WTFRM, what we're really asking is, what the hell should we be doing? That answer is simple, yet powerful. It is complex and challenging, yet curt. We should be spending our days aggressively focusing on the right things. We should be investing our time and give a fuck into the things that actually matter, the things that actually aid our employees in creating safer outcomes. Well, there you go. That was uh, part four. Got that one in the books there, right? Got the, got the audio book in the books. We got some more chapters coming up here over the next couple of weeks, and we'll we'll get this thing done. I hope you're enjoying this totally free version of WTFRM, my latest book, and that was the chapter WTFRM. So let me scroll through here. I'm trying to scroll through. Yes, I've got the book open in front of me because I'm, I'm reading from it. Um, over the next two episodes, we've got two more chapters. So I look forward to sharing those with you. Again, if you're finding value in this, if you're liking it, you're loving it, you're enjoying it, and you have the ability to do so, head over to Amazon, pick up a copy of the paperback. It's always appreciated. That's all I've got. Until next time, Sam Goodman, The Hot Nerd, signing off. <gasps> Bye, everybody. Bye. <laughs>